I think a lot of people tend to overcomplicate the learning process. But if you start off by identifying what it is that you want to achieve, make it something realistic, but something that still pushes the boundaries a little bit. It can't be too easy. And you build a plan around that. And then you allocate time to it. And then uh, you just dive in and make a start. You'll be amazed at what you can achieve. You're listening to The Growth Birth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Aiden Booth here, welcome to episode number 72 of The Growth Booth, where today I want to talk about explosive learning tactics and how you can hack learning to learn faster and break through different plateaus that you may otherwise be stuck on. Now, I'm going to give you a real example of what I'm doing uh, right now. I've set myself the ambitious challenge to get to a beginner level of fluency in Italian in eight weeks. But the topic could be anything. It could be related to building an online uh, income stream for the first time in the next eight weeks, mastering some uh, online video game, learning new business skills, learning about investing, personal relationships, absolutely anything. Now, I think this concept of rapid learning is important because it's a missed opportunity. And there are so many ways to upskill. Uh, and this is one way that, like I say, you can break through plateaus in a systematic manner by almost shocking uh, yourself into achieving new things. And we'll get to my plan for learning uh, Italian shortly and exactly what I'm going to be doing and what my approach is. Uh, but first, I wanted to share some of my favorite uh, rapid learning techniques with you. And these are things that you can apply to pretty much any uh, kind of, of project that you may be working on. The first and one of my favorites is the Pareto Principle. This is the 80-20 rule where 80% of the results come from 20% of the effort. And in terms of learning, for me, and learning a language, it could mean focusing on the most essential concepts. So for me, learning a language, that might be speaking and listening over uh, writing and reading because that's where I want to get to in the next eight weeks. But for you, if you want to apply this to what you're doing, just think about the most essential concepts or skills that are going to have the highest or biggest impact on the end result. That's applying the Pareto principle and it works every time. And you can take this even further and apply the 64-4 rule where 4% of the effort gets 64% of the result. And I'm also going to be uh, trying to apply that myself here as well. Now, the second idea that I've got to share with you is about spaced repetition. And that is where you repeatedly come back to an idea before you forget about it. So typically uh, humans will learn something and then over a period of time, if you don't, if you don't use it, you'll just forget about it. But if you're able to systematically come back to an idea and review information at regular interv intervals, you can relearn it or re-remember it before it's erased from your memory. Uh, permanently. And with learning languages, you can do this in lots of different ways using flashcards, um, using lots of apps. There's like the Duolingo app, and there are many, many uh, other tools out there like that. But you can use this idea in almost uh, any area or any project just by repeatedly coming back to it and practicing uh, what you're learning and reminding yourself of the concepts. And another example for you here is 
Uh, I do this with swimming, with swim training. Uh, I've been swimming for many years and I will regularly come back and do different drills to make sure that I'm uh, swimming with the right kind of technique. And this is something that, um, you know, gets built into you and grained into you over a period of time. But when you're learning something new, by coming back to it regularly, that's where you really become a master uh, at that craft. There's another technique called the Feynman uh, technique. And this is basically about explaining concepts in your own words and getting to a level of understanding where you can explain something to someone else. And so for me, with learning Italian, I can explain to my six-year-old, my four-year-old, my kids, different words and vocabulary that I might learn in Italian. It might be learning a simple phrase. And by explaining something or teaching something to someone else, that's a great way to cement uh, knowledge uh, for yourself. So I'm going to be uh, actively using the Feynman uh, technique over the next uh, eight weeks or so. And then the fourth tip I've got here for you for explosive uh, growth and learning is to adopt a growth mindset, which uh, this whole show is about adopting a growth mind mindset, really. That's why it's called uh, The Growth Booth. And there have been a lot of studies around this. One by Carol Dweck from Stanford University uh, states that the growth mindset is the belief that abilities and intelligence can be developed with some effort. So via brute force, by deliberate actions, you can grow. And this is something that I absolutely believe because I've seen it uh, for myself many, many times over. And there are five uh, different parts to this. The first is embracing challenges. So people with a growth mindset embrace challenges and see them as opportunities to learn and grow rather than just as insurmountable uh, obstacles. So for me, I'm traveling to Italy in eight weeks. Um, you know, that could present a problem or an opportunity. I'm seeing it as an opportunity to quickly learn a new language. Persistence in the face of setbacks is another one. And this people with a growth mindset understand that setbacks and failures are a natural part of the learning process and not a definitive judgment of their capabilities. So uh, I'm going to make a ton of mistakes when I'm trying to learn Italian. I'm going to have conversations uh, where I say things which might be downright embarrassing, but I'm going to learn from those. And I'm going to persist in the face of those mistakes. And the same is true uh, for online businesses or any other projects. When you're learning something, you should expect to make mistakes and understand that they're part of the process. Uh, effort as the path to mastery. Now, people with a growth mindset believe that uh, effort is what makes us smart or talented, not necessarily some uh, something that you're born with, but uh, practice and consistent practice leads to mastery and success. Learning from criticism is something else that people with a growth mindset tend to adopt. And this is where you are open to constructive criticism and actually welcome it. And don't look at criticism as a personal attack, but rather see it as valuable information that you can uh, improve upon. I see a lot of people uh, oftentimes are quite defensive. And if they would turn that defensive mindset into a learning opportunity, they'd probably be able to do a, a lot better in, in their lives or their projects as a result of that. And then finally, uh, finding uh, lessons and inspiration in the success of others. And this is something you can definitely adopt uh, in the online business space where uh, you've probably seen and heard about uh, many, many people who have built amazing uh, online businesses, but not just in the online business space, in all kinds of different areas, personal investing, uh, relationships, and in my case, uh, right here, learning a language. I know that other people have done it. Um, I know that I've done it in the past as well at a different point in my life, and I can do it again. So uh, finding uh, inspiration in 
other examples of success. Now, the fifth um, idea that I've got here for explosive growth is around becoming a sponge. And this is absorbing information in a number of ways. Now, uh, I can learn Italian with a tutor. I can learn it with books. I can learn it with apps. I can learn it by going to websites. I can learn it by going to conversation groups. I can learn it by listening to podcasts. And by using a whole range of these different ideas, I'm going to pick up lots of different things in different ways. And they're going to help me uh, build uh, and achieve uh, you know, the level of, of fluency um, in Italian that, that I want. And the sixth uh, idea that I've got for you here, which can really encourage explosive growth in, in learning, is making it public. So uh, here I am right now on the Growth Booth uh, podcast, making public that in the next eight weeks, uh, I'm going to be uh, aiming to get to a beginner level of fluency in Italian. And um, I'm sharing this not just with you guys on the show, but I'm sharing it with uh, my friends and family members, people who I see every day. And I'm putting myself in a corner where there's no way out. I'm either going to succeed and have a good crack at this, or I'm going to be a failure at, at my, my project here. But the only way I could fail is if I don't follow through and do it. And I know that I'm going to do this and making it uh, public um, helps all that that little bit more. This episode was brought to you today by The Mind Game. If you want to learn about a 66-day game plan and the secret formula responsible for generating over $100 million in online sales, then head over to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash mind game today and you'll find out about a program that I've put together that walks you through a framework that I have used to personally generate over $100 million from my online online businesses and how you can tap into the exact same secrets that have been used by uh, mega millionaires and the most successful people uh, in the world today. So you can find out more at thegrowthbooth.com forward slash mind game. Now back to the episode. Why do I want to learn Italian? I'll give you a little bit of my, my background here and then I'll get into the steps that I'm going to be taking. And as I share this with you, I want you to think about how you could use this or similar steps to come up with uh, an explosive growth uh, learning plan of your own. So for me personally, um, I am Italian, actually, uh, which may be hard to believe because I certainly don't look or sound Italian. Uh, but my wife, uh, who is from Argentina, has got an Italian passport. Her grandma uh, came to Argentina uh, after the Second World War and has been able to pass her Italian passport down uh, through the generations to my wife's mother, uh, to my wife, and by me being married uh, to my wife, to me, and to my kids as well. So um, that's been a pretty unexpected gift that I, I never thought I would have. And I've learned to really love the Italian culture. Um, it's all throughout my wife's family here. Um, I've been to Italy multiple times, and I absolutely uh, love it. Uh, I love the language. And my kids are also learning Italian um, as a third language at school right now. So that's interesting, and I think that... It's Italian is going to be one way or another a part of my life in the future and I'm happy about that. It's a, it's a hobby. So that's kind of why I want to learn it and also in eight weeks time I'm going to be spending a couple of weeks in Italy and I want to be able to get there and do better than what I did on my last trip to Italy uh, which is where I was you know um, sort of rumbling through and using a mishmash of English and Spanish to kind of uh, get by uh, probably sounding like a complete moron um, but that's fine uh, you know it, it was a starting point so again I've got this uh, objective of 
getting to a level of basic fluency where I can hold a conversation, I can order things at a restaurant, I can ask for directions, I can do a check-in at a hotel, I can explain a little bit about myself uh, in simple terms uh, to someone that I might be meeting for the first time. That's the level that I'm wanting to, to get to. It's a beginner level of fluency. So I know this can be done. Um, I know I can reach this in a period of eight weeks. I actually did that with Spanish um, in the past when I came to Argentina. I, I was learning Spanish in intensive classes for 10 weeks and I was studying four hours a day. And this was 18 years ago. Uh, so I was a lot younger. Uh, my brain was probably a bit sharper and I was doing it four hours a day, which is not something I have time for now. However, I do have the benefit right now of having more life experience to draw on. I've got a um, fluency in, in, in Spanish, which is going to help. It's one of the romance languages. Uh, so there's a lot of similarities between uh, listening to um, you know, Italian and listening to Spanish, and a lot of the words uh, are similar sometimes. In fact, right now, having been exposed to Italian uh, quite a few times, I can, I can listen to it and probably grasp 80% of the... The topic, unless it's something really technical, but of a of a basic uh, conversation, I can uh, sort of get by at least from the listening. But I really struggle with the speaking, and I don't have uh, four hours a day to dedicate to this. I, I've got about eight to ten hours per week. Um, but like I say, there are many more learning tools to draw on that didn't exist eighteen years ago. There's lots of apps. Uh, there's an online database of different tutors that I can tap into, uh, and many other things as well, which I'll, I'll mention as we uh, dive in here a little bit deeper. So with eight weeks and eight hours per week available, that gives me 64 hours per week. And I plan on using the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, and focusing on achieving what I need to know and ignoring the things that aren't important. So for me, that means focusing on learning how to speak and how to listen. And I'm not going to worry too much about the reading and the writing, although I do think that they are a couple of skills that are going to naturally uh, develop over the next eight weeks, even though I'm not focusing on them. So my approach for this is I've developed an eight-week plan, which is broken up into four different sections. The first section is really about introduction. It's an immersion. It's absorbing as much as I can. And I'll do that in week number one and two. Part two is weeks three and four. And this is about the basics and conversation. Part three is weeks five and six. And this is intermediate uh, Italian fluency, uh, or you know, at, at least at a beginner level, if that makes sense. And then Part number four is basically just becoming fluent and building upon that. And in terms of how I'm going to break down my um, investment of time into this, I'm going to have about two hours per week with a tutor. I'm going to have around about three hours per week listening and about three hours per week where I'll be learning vocabulary, maybe working in a book um, and, and that kind of a thing. Now, in the first part, week one and two, I'll be spending, as I say, about two hours with the tutor. And I've been able to find a wealth of tutors on a website called Italki, uh, I-T-A-L-K-I. And this is where I'm able to uh, find people who are fluent um, Italian teachers and I can hire them uh, on an ad hoc basis for a couple of hours per week. And it might be $10 an hour, $15 an hour, but it's very affordable. And these are people who are actually tutors and do this for a living. And I'm going to spend a couple of hours per week with them. And probably over the course of the eight weeks, I'll try to spend more and more time with them because it's the speaking uh, that is really going to um, help me cement a lot of the ideas here. And that's the ultimate objective that I've got anyway. 
Uh, I'll spend about three hours each week listening to Italian, and I've started doing this uh, already. I started this yesterday. I found a podcast called The Teacher Stefano Show, and this is a guy who is an Italian uh, teacher, and uh, he speaks in a very clear way about basic concepts, and it's been amazing just being able to go through that and listen to things and uh, remember words that I've heard in the past but have maybe uh, long since forgotten. So this is a great way that I'm going to be increasing my vocabulary and becoming comfortable uh, listening to Italian. And then I'll spend another few hours working on my vocabulary. Now, in the first couple of weeks, my speaking is going to be minimal, uh, but that's fine. I'm building a foundation, and I'll build upon this uh, in the future and in, in, you know, the upcoming weeks as I've got that foundation established. In terms of scheduling, I think this is really important. I've added time slots to my calendar so that I, I know that I'm going to do two 90-minute slots or three hours uh, each weekend for the next eight weeks. And in addition to that, I'm going to be doing five hours between Monday to Friday. So eight hours total, maybe a little bit more if I can squeeze some more in. Um, and I've got that booked into my calendar. And allotting time to things that are important is a good strategy because that makes it more like a commitment. And if I put something in my calendar, I treat it like a doctor's appointment. Like I'm going to be there. I can't miss it. I'm going to make sure I turn up to each appointment. And also keep in mind that you know some of these appointments that I'm talking about are going to be real deal appointments with a tutor. It's not just, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to be spending from 9am to 10am working on my vocabulary. It's I might be spending from 9am to 10am meeting with someone uh, online to, to practice uh, learning Italian with them. So that's a part of accountability. And I think accountability is is really important in projects like this because and this is why, by the way, you know, coaching works so well, because if you've got an accountability partner, if you've got a coach, or in my case, a tutor, there's no place to hide. You either show up and you do the work and you've done the work or you don't. You can't hide from that. And I remember back to when I was learning Spanish for the first time, there were four students, me and three other students, in one small classroom with one teacher. And I couldn't, you know, doze off to sleep or sort of hide from my responsibility to get involved. Uh, I couldn't sit at the back of a lecture theater with 200 people and just sort of be invisible. I was right there. And this is going to be similar in this instance. And it's always the case when you're working one-on-one -on -one with, with a coach, which is, I think, why uh, it works so well. So that's an overview of what I'm going to be doing. Um, you can use this approach for yourself in pretty much any area of life. Um, I think a lot of people tend to overcomplicate the learning process. But if you start off by identifying what it is that you want to achieve, make it something realistic, but something that still pushes the boundaries a little bit. It can't be too easy. And you build a plan around that. And then you allocate time to it. And then uh, you just dive in and make a start. You'll be amazed at what you can achieve. And you can use this kind of approach for online business, maybe building a niche website for the first time or starting to make uh, money online for the first time, maybe making your first dollar online. And that could be a breakthrough, which leads to millions more uh, dollars coming in, maybe building an e-commerce store for the first time. You could use it to master a hobby. Um, you could use it for cooking. You could use it for uh, you know, fitness to really shock your body into getting some new results that you haven't had before. You could use it for you know, reinvigorating a relationship, personal friendships, um, you know, personal finances, basically anything that you can imagine. And this is where you're taking a proactive approach and um, you know, uh, paving your own path as opposed to just floating along in the current of life. And I think this is one of the things that separates people who achieve 
really impressive uh, you know, achievements versus people who are just sort of dragged along by the current of life. Because when you do something like this, when you make a commitment to improve yourself, you are making a deliberate action that is going to result in something new coming out the other end. And in this case, it's going to be a better knowledge of Italian uh, for me. Immersion is something that is incredibly powerful when it comes to learning. And there are different ways that you can immerse yourself in learning. Uh, and, you know, I think a lot of it comes down to what you spend your time thinking about ultimately comes about. And if your mind is constantly exposed to something, and if you just keep thinking about it, then you learn it one way or another. That's why people often become experts in the things that are their hobbies, because they're, they're thinking about it all the time, they're talking about it with their friends and, and so on and so forth. And this is a strategy that I've used with uh, investing, I've used it with fitness, I've used it with relationships, and many other things in my life, and it has never let me down. And I think it helps if you've got a really strong reason why and a deadline for why you want to be doing something and when it needs to be done by because this is the kind of thing that can uh, get things moving so much faster. Now, the good news is that you can manufacture a deadline. You can, uh, like for, for me, for example, I could have traveled anywhere, but I chose to go to Italy. And part of that was because I wanted to keep practicing my Italian. Now I've got a deadline. That plane is going to be leaving and I'm going to be on it. And I want to be able to fend for myself when uh, I'm in the in the land of pasta and pizza and, and, and everything else that Italy has got to offer. So I've given myself a, a deadline, but I've manufactured that in, in a way. And coming up with a reason why, that was quite uh, simple for me because there are a lot of natural tie-ins uh, with my life. So um, I thought that uh, this would uh, be interesting today and hopefully you can see uh, different ways or think of different ways that you can use explosive learning in your own life to break through uh, different plateaus and achieve something new. And just remember that you don't need to have massive improvement all the time. You can layer on, you know, 1% gains day after day after day, but these can compound uh, on each other. So I'm talking about, you know, having 64 hours of um, learning over the next eight weeks uh, for something that is completely new to me. And I know that I don't know how good I'm going to get at the end of it, but I'm going to be a heck of a lot better than I am right now. And I'm going to be layering up, leveling up uh, my, my knowledge in this area. So this is something that you can apply, apply to all kinds of areas uh, in your life. Now, that's a wrap. You can see show notes, you can download the transcript and all the other good stuff over at thegrowthbooth.com. This is episode number 72. Check out the other episodes that I've done recently. There are some really uh, interesting ones there as well. Thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next episode of The Growth Booth.